consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. And that's it, Mike. It is settled. We have come to a determination of your punishment for losing the bowl game challenge, my friend. I lost with grace, by the way. I bow to your your bowl selection prowess. It is not my fault. This was completely your idea right from the get-go. Why didn't I take liberty? (laughs) (laughs) The Battle of the Westerns was right there. So anyways, for those who have not been following, we made a wager. Uh, as we do a lot. As we do a lot. A lot of fun ones. This was a good <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah, fun for who? the I've lost every single one. <laughs> it's great for everyone listening. It's great for me as well because I've yet to have to take one of these punishments. I'm going to get you really bad when you lose one. I know that you <laughs> You're will. You're drinking paint thinner, by the way. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I will not. I will not do that. But I want to point out. We made a wager on simply who was going to pick the most bowl games correctly. We picked almost every single bowl game of the bowl season. And we were both plus 500. We were both incredible, uh, except I beat you by one game. And therefore, we've put it out there and the punishment has been decided. Why don't you let the listeners know what you are going to be doing? So I learned about this product today. Uh, It's called Thick Water. Thick Water. (laughs) And I think it's pretty self-explanatory in the, the name of the product. It's... A heavy, it almost looks like I, I saw it being poured online. It almost looks like syrup. Would you yeah, say syrup? It, it's a clear it's got syrup. some viscosity to yeah, it. it. It's does, like yes. a, a droopy Motor jello. <laughs> it's like semi melted jello, I yeah. guess. Yeah. And uh, it's actually, it, it is a, it's it's for people that have issues swallowing normal fluids. So it's right, actually it's a, a medicine or a, 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 I guess. It's, it's a way to get people who cannot drink w- normal water to actually be able to consume water. Yes. So there is a purpose to it. Right. And you are just taking it as a punishment because it looks horrible to drink. Yeah, I've seen people gagging online when they when they take it down. It, this is probably minor uh, compared to uh, the Choco Challenge, the hot chocolate. Yes, the ca- and was- uh, the malic acid, which was, again, I can't say it enough, the absolute worst. <laughs> um, so this seems like it'll be relatively minor. Um, I don't think it's, it's not super sour. It's not super spicy. Um, it's probably just a texture thing. Okay. Yeah. All right. So the punishment settled. Next podcast, you are going to consume thick Ugh. water right out of the gate. And Ugh. then you're going to have to do the rest of the podcast. That's fine. Yeah. All right. So that is settled. Let's get into what we're going to talk about today, my friend. Yeah, I'm excited. Well, we're going to we're going to touch, you know, quickly on the games last week. They were I don't know if they were pretty good. I don't know if you enjoyed that. Uh, the San Francisco the, game wasn't great. They weren't the most entertaining games start to finish. Right. They went pretty much, I think, how we ultimately expected the games to go. The home yeah. teams won. Yeah. Uh, I think we expected both games to be a little closer. Yeah, though. certainly. Yeah. Um, but nonetheless, we we decided to kind of go against the grain and we just played some prop bets on, on yeah. the week and did okay. Right. You know, I went 500. You were one game under, unfortunately, yeah. not, not the end of the world. It is what it is, right? So, yeah. So we just touched on that anyway. So that's, that's us touching on that. Um, and then we're <laughs> going to talk about Zion Williamson was back in action. Can I say something about Zion Williamson? By the yes, way, I think I've do. been calling him Zion Williams forever. I, I you think so. I think I have Williamson. I don't think I've been saying Williamson. So I I'd, feel like I would have caught you on that and would have busted your ass. If I said on any previous pods, listeners, I'm sorry. Uh, we'll talk about Zion Williamson. Had a great first game last night uh, for the Pelicans. Kansas K-State brawl. Not pretty. Uh Antonio Brown, a.k.a. Mr. Big Chest, a.k.a. Mr. Big Check, a.k.a. Blonde Mustache, back in the news for all the wrong reasons. And <laughs> he really left the news. I know. Yeah. Um, and then uh, one that touches close to home for me uh, is Eli Manning says goodbye today. Yeah. So, we don't need to spend much time on that. No, we are going to spend much time on that. <laughs> 16 year wonderful career. Considering how much time we spent on my favorite quarterback oh, of yes. all time, Tom Brady. Today is Eli's day. Wax poetic about Eli Manning as much as you want. And we'll, we'll have get some, into that. We'll later. have some fun with that. I'm going to I'm going to give you a little Eli quiz oh, uh, at the end of this pod. Good. Since, I like that. Since you like to talk so badly about him. Let's see how much you actually I know about the guy. that bad of him in fact i think when he came back at the end of this season i said they'd go four and oh under his that uh, is true that is true extremely talented uh leadership Mm. uh but he did not finish out that four game slate nonetheless 
Let's get back into last games, uh, last week's games really quickly. I just wanted to get from you, knowing that we have the Super Bowl ahead. And, and before we even get into this, let me just point out next week's entire podcast. Oh, other yeah. than Mike consuming thick water is yes. going to go into it. It's going to be a Super Bowl spectacular. Thick water is the appetizer, if you will. Right. That's going to be the start. And then it's just going to be Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl, bets, props, picks. It's going to be all. We're going to predict the final score. Exactly, by the way. Yes. Yeah. So either me or Paul are going to be correct on that. And I think we have a punishment already on the table. Whoever comes closest, Price is Right rules. Ugh, is, I feel like uh, I'm going to lose this because <laughs> I, I just don't feel confident. You know what I'm going to do? If we're doing Price is Right rules, I'm going to do the Price is Right technique where I just go one point higher yeah, than you. Yeah. You know, someone bids. We'll have to flip a coin to see who goes first. <laughs> okay. I like it. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to do Super Bowl Spectacular. It's going to be great. But let's go into the two teams that are that are in the Super Bowl. We're going to spend a very short period of time here. But what surprised you most about that Kansas City-Tennessee game, Mike? Uh, Kansas City, I, well, I shouldn't say it surprised me because it happened against the Texans, but it did. It surprised me. Tennessee got up early. I thought it was going to be a close game. I didn't think KC was going to uh, make the rapid comeback against Tennessee like they did against Houston. I just gave a lot more respect to Tennessee's defense and their ability to run the ball and keep it out of Mahomes' hands. Um, so that surprised me was how quick, once again, Kansas City got right back into it and then took a lead. It's shocking. Yeah, I can't say much more than that. I think for me, the story remains the same. Kansas City's got the league's most explosive offense. Absolutely. And it's led by the league's next torchbearer, Patrick Mahomes. Absolutely. They were down 17-7. They went on to score 28 unanswered points in that game. Unbelievable. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what they do against San Fran. I was also surprised by Tennessee's inability to hold the lead early. They got out quick, and I said, oh, my God, this game could be over, considering right. what we've seen right. the past uh, couple weeks out of Tennessee. Um, I was surprised that they had to abandon the run. Derrick Henry didn't look very effective. Right. Um, so, again, that sets up things for Kansas City's defense against a good running team next. And I guess I guess I could add week. to something that surprised me was the Chiefs defense again, too. I mean, yeah. they've been playing good since the end of the regular season. But again, the way they shut down Derrick Henry, um, I, I guess that would also surprise me a little bit, too. Yeah. So let's go to the NFC. Same question. What surprised you about San Fran and Green Bay? How dominant San Francisco was against Green Bay's offense. How dominant San Francisco's defense was against Aaron Rodgers and Green right. Bay's offense. Right. Yeah. They, they were just super hungry and it was the complete opposite out of Green Bay. It seemed like Aaron Rodgers, uh, who I am happy to see not playing in the Super Bowl. Yes, uh, me too. My, he is my nemesis, as I pointed <laughs> yep, out. Every I, time I mentioned yeah. him. Uh, they had no fire in their belly. It was None. like they didn't show up at all for that game. And no. once they were down early, it was over. You could tell they had right. nothing, nothing in the gas tank. I, and I got to add another semi surprise to that would be how little they needed Jimmy Garoppolo that game. I know San Francisco has had a dynamic run game the entire season, but Jimmy Garoppolo, what did he didn't? Did he, uh, did he Jimmy, throw the ball? <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo had a 75% completion yeah. percentage, I'd like to point 10 out. 10 attempts? I don't <laughs> Six for eight. Six for eight. That's guy, shock. That's surprising. In an NFC championship game. Didn't need to throw it. Uh, Raheem Mostert, four touchdowns, over 200 yards. The only guy in NFL history who has a better playoff game is Eric Dickerson. Can I ask you? Pretty good company. That, that is. And can I ask you a question? Is Raheem Mostert a must start for fantasy next year? Oh, that was I just well wanted done. to use must start. <laughs> Oh, my God. That Sorry. was a, that was a oh, sh really crappy uh, dad joke. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> <laughs> so I know you're asking that because you had told me you have a chance to keep him. In yeah, a, in a I, I've got some emotional ties league. to Mostert. But uh, do you think he'll be the guy there next year or what? what do I, you don't think? Think, I don't think uh, Kyle Shanahan's ever going to have a guy you might he be will right, have yeah. multiple guys again Good and answer. uh tevin coleman went out in that game a little bit of a surprise there to see san fran just continue to dominate on the in the run game without coleman there yeah, definitely uh but yeah i i think most dirt will be a good start for you next year okay. hang on to him and, and put him in your lineups next season but yeah uh it'll be interesting to see if coleman makes it back i know he had a shoulder injury it looks like to be dinged up a lot that guy yeah, yeah yeah and it looked like when he got carted off i said oh my god poor guy he's gonna miss the rest of this game and it was early when he went out yep. and he's gonna miss the super bowl but apparently he's not ruled out so we may see him enough conference championship talk that right. was that was good unless you have anything else you no, want to go to the hardwood Let's get to it. Yes. Zion. All the talk is back. Yes. And what a beastly return he had. <sighs> he definitely put his stamp on the NBA last night. He said, I am here. This is what you can expect for the rest of the season, for the rest of my career. He's 19 years old, Paul. Yeah, he's 19 and he looks like he's about 32. 
in terms of just body size and I thought I, you were gonna say 32 tons I didn't know I didn't know if you're going with uh, he, he looks age. hefty he does look hefty he I'm sure big, we're gonna touch on big that old boy but let's just start in the positives what a dominant force he was in the short time he was on the court I mean <laughs> efficient is probably the best <laughs> yeah. word you can think of yeah eight for 12 four for four from three where was that at Duke I didn't see that at Duke at all being I mean, able to cash in from the from the arc I have no idea NBA, I didn't know he NBA could do it. threes too. didn't know he Ooh. could do it yeah so uh no Take listen that Ben Simmons <laughs> it's funny I, I made this play he plays with Lonzo Ball who shot 40 percent from three in college and can't hit the backboard now this guy never shot threes in college and he's four for four last night uh unbelievable eight for 12 seven rebounds um he looks like what he's been sold as right absolutely the next generational talent here yeah and you know like there was one play he uh just took down a nasty board dribbled the ball up court great assist saw a guy cutting towards the hoop great pass i mean it looks like he is got all the pieces the ability to see the court to be a transcendent player in the league uh a generational talent, if you will. Is that fair to say? I mean, I know we're talking about small sample minutes, size, 18 minutes, right? But I'm also going on the history of this guy was looked at as as not necessarily the next LeBron, but the best talent since we've seen LeBron come into the league. So that's not just on 18 minutes. That's it, that's right. Multiple years of looking at what this kid's been able to do through high school, the, the time at Duke and now and also what he did in the preseason. He was a yeah. dominant force in the preseason. So I think this guy is going to be here for quite some time and he's going to do some really special things in this league. I, I'm fully supporting that. I think one thing we talked about last week on this podcast, Mike, was can he do it for a long time? Right. And I will say as good as as athletic as he looked yesterday, he's got a lot of extra weight on that frame. Yeah. Uh, listen, the NBA season's long. 82 games. It's a marathon where we've we were talking about this before. Load management. You hear this term thrown around, right? These guys are resting. They're taking games off. They're not playing back to backs. I don't know if Zion can do a full 82 game season at 200, what looks like 290 plus pounds. Um, I think they have them listed at like 275, 280. Um, generous. Yeah, it's very generous. I don't know if he can do that. I'm kind of with you on that one. And I will say this. I wasn't all in on Zion Williamson uh, before uh, the season. Um, if he can hit threes at a 35 percent, 40 percent clip. Game changer. That changes my whole outlook, my whole forecast on his NBA career. Um, he's going to be amazing if he can do that. I do think he needs to drop some weight, though. D- it's a no fast doubt. game. It's an up and down. It's it's you know it's just a different NBA game. He can't sit in the post or anchor down there um, like Shaq used to. And Elijah, this guy's got to get up and down the court. Yeah, I'm with you. But I have to say, he looks special already. Uh, yes. y- you saw the energy of Zion that arena. Lennon. Just oh. it, it was explosive when he started burying those threes. That 17 point run that he went on was unbelievable yeah, 17 straight in the fourth and uh, already chant mvp mvp there listen if you're a pelicans fan not for nothing you got a bunch of under 21 year old really talented players right, brandon right. ingram zion williamson lonzo ball looks like he's playing a little bit better there's some hope and some promise it's the only thing is we always ask this question will he stay right right anthony davis didn't stay boogie cousins didn't stay but he was straight it just will he will he stay in New Orleans after his first five years? Who knows? Let's not get ahead of ourselves at this point. Let's see if they can build something with this young talent and potentially bring in a really solid free agent and and then go from there. But extend Ingram, get let him play with Zion for for a I while. You're a big Ingram guy, of course, you like yeah. him a lot. Yeah. Yep. So hey, the the Pelicans look like they got something there. I know they lost in that game last night, but you only had 18 minutes out of Zion. Definitely a strict. Uh, I don't want to say load management, but yeah, you mentioned they pulled count. him out. Uh, they pulled him out at a crucial point yeah, in the fourth it was like quarter. Five yeah, they didn't come back left in. in the game. Right. They were I think chasing maybe six points at that time. Obviously the game was in reach, but they <laughs> said no chance. He's <laughs> the playing. The owner called the coach minutes. and said, "Yeah, he's done playing for the night." By the way, yeah. <laughs> Uh, please take him out. Yeah. Why is he still on the floor? Hurt. Right. Yeah. But yeah, he was special. There's no doubt about it. So awesome to see Zion back. I think the NBA needed it. Yes. It felt a little stale at this point in the season. All the good teams that you expected to be good are good. Yes. Uh, all the bad teams, they stink. There's yes. really no other story than that. And now finally we get Zion back. Yeah. A little bit of a shot in the arm for the NBA. And certainly for yeah. me, as football season is starting to go and dwindle away, we got one game left. Oh. Uh, I'm excited to see what this kid can do. So yeah, uh, yeah it should be good. Good rest of the NBA season, just simply because Zion's here. 
Yeah, I agree. It's like you said, the timing's just right. Super Bowl is going to come come to an end and uh, we'll all be focused on NBA, at least until pitchers and catchers. And uh, yeah, no, it's a great it's a it's a shot of adrenaline for the league, I think. Um, and speaking of great and wonderful and awesome uh, winners and mywinners.com, our friends, they are wonderful, great and awesome. And uh, we listen, love you. Winners. We love winners. And listen, it, we, we told you we record in Connecticut. It's cold outside. It's been cold, right, Paul? It's not warm. It's not warm. It's really cold. But you know what is warm and what's heating up? The bonuses. Ooh, the well bonuses done. at winnersandmywinners.com. My winners, venues players, you're getting bonus rewards on all your action this month at Select Tracks. What and tracks? You're doing parks, Palm Beach, British Greyhounds next month. Ah, a lot of fun. And right. if you're not a big venue guy, you're more of a play from my couch, win some money on my phone. Mywinners.com has special offers. International, we're doing Dubai. We're doing British dogs. Uh, Woodbine up in Canada, the Great North. Specials all month long in January. Specials all month long for the rest of the year. If you're not a Mywinners.com member yet, go to Mywinners.com. Hit that register now button. Use promo code WINNERS125. Get a $125 sign-up bonus. We're literally giving you money to play. Love it. Absolutely love it. Thank you, winners. Go to mywinners.com for more information or to find a winner's venue nearest to you. Nicely done, Mike. And thank you again, mywinners.com and winners for all your support throughout. Uh, They've been with us since day one. Are you betting the Pegasus on Saturday? I will be. Uh, I think it's it's a, a good day to get in on horse racing if you're not a every day or once a week type player. This is really going to be some good cash available and to you we always talk about sports betting and listen we talk about this all the time sports betting it's usually even money right you're, you're betting 50 to win right. 50 right? right horse betting there's going to be some really good prices and payouts this weekend chance to put down a little bit of money and collect a lot a parlay if you will absolutely yes. so we we will be getting in on that uh mike let's let's move on to some craziness that's happened in the Staying last in the hoops universe here let's say the last 40 48 hours uh if you hadn't seen just a pretty spectacular brawl for the college game. Kansas and Kansas State hoops get into a, a wild finish. Uh, Silvio D'Souza comes out of nowhere, smashes down a block on a, on a layup. You could attempt. see this coming a mile yeah, away. It yeah, it was coming. Yep. Kid just buries in a pointless attempt. The game's long right. over sure. and just stands over the kitty blocks and all hell breaks loose. Yeah. And so, you know what? And when I say you can see this coming a mile away, so it's even go before the block. Right. So Kansas State there. I'm sorry. Kansas is dribbling out the clock. Right there. It's the game's over. They're up 20. All of a sudden, the kid from Kansas State gets really ambitious and says, you know what? I'm going for the steal and the layup. Well, the Sousa from Kansas had different ideas, said, no, we're running out the clock. I'm going to put your shot against the glass. <laughs> kid falls. Like you said, there's some posturing going on. A chair is picked up. It, it spills into the not the crowd, really, but the people sitting Pretty on the floor close to the crowd. Right, right, this, right. This was not uh, malice in the palace. No, no. But <laughs> it was pretty close considering it's the college game. You don't often see this. Yeah, he literally so, <laughs> picks up a bar stool over yes, his head. Yes. So four players got suspended from this, but and I, I don't want to laugh or make light of it. But I thought the funniest thing was you're talking about the key picked up the chair and he had this moment of clarity. It was like, he goes, oh, no, I got to put this down. <laughs> and I love the jokes online. Well, he was just placing the chair somewhere else. He didn't want somebody to trip over this, it in the brawl. chairs in yeah. the way. <laughs> he definitely thought it. better of it. If you could freeze frame that part of the video where he's like, I'm putting this chair down. It was a definite. Oh, shit moment but like you know what it i didn't... picked this up and now i'm in deep crap yep. i need to put this down somewhere <laughs> and he got the he got the brunt of it right so DeSouza got 12 games uh david mccormick from kansas got a three game suspension and then a couple of players from k-state james love got eight games uh and antonio gordon got three games um i, I so this i, I want to pose this question to you so you've seen it you saw him pick up the chair he didn't throw it at anybody thank god but obviously he was the instigator here if you will right uh do you think DeSouza won should be allowed to play for Kansas again. It's only a 12-game suspension. And two, should he be allowed to play college basketball again ever? Real quick, yes. He should be able to play basketball again. I don't think it's an only a 12-game suspension. I think that's a pretty solid ban considering the length of the NCAA sure. season. This is right. like half a season ban, yep. basically. Um, did he overreact in the moment? Absolutely. But let's remember, these these athletes are... They're basically kids. They're kids. They're kids. They are. You know, they're He's a teenager. 18, 19, yeah. <laughs> 20 years old. Right. Uh, I don't know how old he is. He could be as old as 22, 23, but I don't think that he is. Um, 
they're kids. Let him get back on the court. His he was very remorseful right out of the gate. Uh, later that night, he said, "I'm so sorry for what I caused here." He put out a social media post, and he and to quote him, he said, "I messed up, and I am sorry." End quote. Yep. Let, let the kid play basketball again. I, uh, play basketball again. I know there's plenty of people out there saying, "Get this kid off the court. Never let him right. play again." Right. And I'm not in that camp, by the way. You don't. You. I would echo everything that you just said. He's he's 18 year old kid. Think about some of the stuff you did when you were 18 years old. I've played basketball in my younger years, and it's very competitive. Any sport, you're any sport where you're playing against other people, you're going to get really competitive. Your juices get flowing. He's 18. Yeah, give him a break. I think he should serve the suspension. I think he should play basketball at Kansas again. Absolutely. Uh, and, and I hope I, they don't do anything else. I hope he gets the chance to. I hope people kind of come to cooler minds here and figure out a way just to move past this because it will be something that we look back in time and say, that was a crazy moment, but it could have been a lot worse. And luckily it wasn't because he had the right mind in that moment as he went, That's oh it. crap, right. I just picked this up to put it down. Yep. I think it would have been a different story had he used it as a weapon and whacked some other kid in the head or <laughs> right. threw it at somebody. Kind of like uh, what's his face with the helmet to oh, uh, the Browns and, and yeah, Steelers. Yeah. yeah with yeah, Mason Rudolph thing. getting yeah. drilled by Miles, Miles Garrett. Garrett. Yeah. yeah. Different, different outcome here. So that's good. Uh, I'm glad the kid didn't do anything that he's going to regret for the rest of his life. Likewise. And, uh, yeah. Let the kids and play. All of them, not just DeSouza, all the, let all those kids play again. Like you said. And, and, and by the way, this isn't just for kids. Adults do this stupid crap too, right? I mean, yeah, like we said, just the, the Browns game. You play rec league softball. How many fights? Plenty. <laughs> Grown men fighting over a yep. rec. This doesn't even mean anything. Why are you hitting a line drive up the middle on the <laughs> yeah, pitcher? Yeah, why are you shooting up the middle on and the pitcher? And it's very often some guy who's like, I don't know. This is my first day showing up. <laughs> I, I was like, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> that guy. And I'm getting dirty looks. And I'm like, what did I do? Wrong? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, competitive blood gets flown. Adrenaline's yeah, flying. Let, let, them let them serve a suspension. Again. And yes. that's it. Yeah. yeah life so goes we're on. on the same page. Good. So speaking of dumb crap that has happened in the last day or two. <laughs> Let's just move right into our our certified idiot of this podcast. And I'm not talking no about segue than not, dumb crap. Yeah, I'm not talking about you or me being the certified idiot. It's the guy that we constantly talk about. It seems like every other week we're talking about Antonio oh, Brown. Well. My God, what is with this guy? Uh, Too notice. many hits over the middle. Like, what is it? Notice me. <laughs> Just notice me. I'm. I pay attention to me. I'm. Let's all focus on me. I'm not playing football anymore, so I have to find other ways, other avenues to get into the to the news, yeah. and they're all bad. I have to say, I am so sick and tired of talking about Antonio Brown. I'm kind of not. <laughs> I know you're not. You're the one who keeps bringing him up. But I have to say, I'm sick of talking about him. I'm so annoyed by the his whole story but yet it's it's almost too hard not to we're trying to do a sports and sports betting podcast here how do we not talk about this moron yeah and for anybody that again has been living under a rock or, or just doesn't pay attention to the news uh, an arrest warrant was issued for antonio brown last night uh for a battery charge uh allegations that he and his trainer attacked a moving company truck driver near brown's Florida. i'm just shaking my head here and rolling my eyes as you tell this story but so, keep going yeah so so these are the charges um it's it's I don't even know where this ranks compared to everything else he's done. I mean, attacking a person now, now it's becoming violent and uh, you, you start to worry with that and you've already kind of alluded to CTE and, and other things. So I laugh at it, but part of me deep down also feels like, you know, maybe this guy's going through something. Something's not right. Uh, it can't just be for for attention, right? I mean, there's there's got to be... There's other ways to get attention besides attacking other humans. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's lost it. Yeah. What are the charges? So assault uh, and battery? burglary, uh, battery. Burglary. Yeah, because I guess he broke into the guy's truck or something. It was like oh. a, some like low degree of burglary. Um, yeah, probably assault. Uh, I could be other things, too. Oh, my uh, God. Can they, you, so I so I read he lives in a gated community in Hollywood, Florida, and all of the neighbors are just so sick of his crap. Can you imagine? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like last week, the cops are sitting outside getting his uh, baby mama and, and the kids out of the house. And he's screaming yeah. at the cops and right. filming them, putting it on Instagram. Imagine being the neighbor, like looking outside, being like, you got to be kidding me. I think I would go over and be like, dude, you want to grow a couple of burgers or hang <laughs> out? Like it's Antonio Brown. Like I all this craziness aside, it's like an all pro <laughs> NFL wide receiver. I would want to friend this guy. I I wouldn't even want to go near him. I uh, wouldn't we differ. No. Yeah, yeah. we're on totally. I want to have planets. a hookout with this guy. I want to live in that <laughs> gated community in Hollywood, Florida. Well, let me ask you this more, more serious. Uh, is he done in the NFL? Yes. 
He will not play in the NFL again. You mean the Cowboys or the Raiders aren't going to sign him or the Browns? He's not going to play in the NFL again. Okay. The investigation is that they've been looking into this whole Brittany Taylor thing for Ugh. so long, right? The NFL doesn't want him to play again. And it he cemented that with that Instagram post that I was alluding to uh, from last week when he started calling out the cops. That's a big no-no. You don't call it right. the cops. You don't go against the flag. You don't go against yep. people in uniform. And he did it. And uh, we've seen another player uh, take a stand against the flag, so to speak. Not really. Let's not get political here. But that gentleman has not played in the NFL since. And uh, yeah, I don't think I think his his resume on top of that is too too uh, distinct to allow him back into the NFL. For all our listeners, by the way, Paul's on his high horse of morality right now. I just want to let everyone know uh, uh, off camera, if you will. <laughs> uh, he made a comment to me that, man, I wish Antonio Brown was on the Patriots in the playoffs because we could have used him. <laughs> so he's over here spewing all this like, oh, I wouldn't be his friend. I wouldn't go say hi to him. He's not going to play that. But he said that just so everybody knows. That is so false. I, and that's not paraphrasing. That's a direct quote. That is 100%. I wish he was on the New England Patriots for our playoff run. So Paul's over there spewing all these he did this and he did that i just want people to know that but and this i agree with you i i think he's done in the nfl right they're the whole thing with the nfl now i'm not gonna let that one <laughs> slip by you said it you, you are said full it. of crap i'm not full of i crap. said the worst thing that could have happened to the patriots this season or did happen to the patriots this season was that they brought in antonio brown because it gave me the realization that he was the one missing link that they had. They, If they had an outside weapon like what Antonio Brown provided, they had a chance to be in the Super Bowl. Without him, they did not. I never said I wished he was on the roster at the end of the year. I'm sorry. Did I still just hear I wish Antonio Brown was a Patriot during the playoffs? <laughs> no. No, you did not. I agree with you. He's done in the NFL. The NFL is so... <laughs> <laughs> they're so hyper focused on their their brand and their look and remember when players used to like do crazy stuff and it was just a lot of fun but i mean listen this goes beyond well, the, crazy the no Attacking fun people, league is, the no fun yeah. league but yeah they're so worried about their look and their image um, yeah he has no chance his rap sheet right now is Oof. allegations of sexual assault yeah not good. Uh, allegations now of physical assault which he has an arrest warrant out for and what else? I mean, where where else does it go? It, it, his whole social media thing that he's been doing. It, who wants to touch him? I know how talented he was, but that that's also a year or two ago. So yeah, he's, you're right. He's up there. He's, he's getting up there in age. Listen, Mr. Big Chest, if you're ever in the 203 and you need somebody to hang with, <laughs> you're more than welcome to come hang with Mike. I'm not a hypocrite. I'm not going to sit there and bash you on this podcast. I'm going to I'm going to tell it like it is. Mr. Big Chest, you've officially lost it, and please stop doing the crazy crap because I want to stop covering your dumbass for the rest of this podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry for misquoting you, Paul. Yeah, you should be. I'm you not. You should be. I don't think I did. Hey, speaking of hanging during football season, mm. Bobby V's Restaurant Sports Bar, they are the best place to go during football season. I agree. Super Bowl's coming up. The matchup's set. The Niners take on the Chiefs. Our friends at Bobby V's Restaurant and Sports Bar in Stamford and Windsor Locks, Connecticut, want you to book your reservation today. Make sure you book that today. Go to BobbyV'sRestaurant.com for all the details on their Super Bowl parties. They have outrageous media walls loaded with TVs, incredible wings. Mike, we had the oh West Indian dry <laughs> rub jerk wings. Oh, These things were phenomenal. Unbelievable. A little spicy. Maybe, maybe a little too spicy for you. Yeah, I'm sensitive to it. I still hammered them. <laughs> so what does that tell you? They were they unbelievable. They were so tasty. Unbelievable. Great wings. Awesome chili. Mouthwatering burgers. Bobby V's is the place to be for your Super Bowl viewing party. Gather up your friends and family. Get your head count together. Reach out to the Bobby V's nearest you to get your Super Bowl reservations in. Again, it's BobbyV'sRestaurant.com for all the details and information on the Super Bowl parties. Your couch and TV at home won't won't hold a candle to the experience at Bobby V's. So get going. Make your Super Bowl reservation today. Bobby V's Restaurant and Sports Bar is the destination crafted for all. Love BV's. Those wings were unbelievable. They really were. Oh, my God. I, I just love eating them first and foremost, but watching you be like, oh, they're a little too spicy for me. Yeah, well, yes. And they, they there was a little afterburn there. It caught up with me after a few. <laughs> but, you know, like most things, I'm that guy that like you pull something out of the oven and you're like, oh, it's too hot. I just eat it anyway. Yeah, you just yeah, burn, you just, you just yeah, burn the layer of skin in your, your mouth. mouth. Yeah. yeah, I'm yeah. with you. I, yeah. I do that as well. All right. 
Yes. So can we finally get to the part that you I've been watching you sit back and just be like, can we please get to Eli soon? No, I, oh, my listen. savior. He's leaving the New York Giants. Can we please talk about Eli? He's my savior. He's a Jets fan savior. He's a Bills fan savior. He's he's uh, who's the other team I'm forgetting there? And the, the, the Dolphins. He's a Dolphins fan savior. Uh huh. He has done uh-huh. everybody a tremendous uh, you know, uh, just beating New England twice. <laughs> People just need to think about this. <laughs> just think about two more Super Bowls. We don't hear enough about Tom Brady's. It is. Could you imagine if he had two more rings? Holy he, hell. He could have three more. Well, you guys struggle against the NFC East, man. I don't know what it is, but no, <laughs> Eli Manning. He's he's re- well, he officially announced his retirement two days ago, but today he's having his press conference. And uh, listen, I've bashed the guy for the last 10 years. I've hated him. I've I've wanted him gone, benched traded um but forever in my heart those two super bowls i got to go to two super bowl parades it, it just it was right in the i just got into football i you know i'm i'm, I'm following the team i'm becoming a, a real true fan and he gets me two super bowl rings uh, one against an undefeated patriots team i i, I love this guy hold on yeah <laughs> Sorry, just pulling out the Kleenex for you here. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, I feel like I'm going to get played off by the Oscars here. He's just, (laughs) listen, we're going to do this. I'm going to quiz Paul towards the end of this segment on some Eli stuff. But I want to ask you first and foremost, Mm -hmm. what was your favorite Eli Manning moment in his 16-year career? What was your favorite Eli Manning moment? I know it's not going to be the Super Bowls. I will have to say his meme-worthy photos. I knew you were going to go to memes, you ass. (laughs) I knew you were going to downplay this and make a mockery of it. Okay. Okay. His face, his ability to look so incredibly stupid on the sideline is is my favorite Eli memory. Yeah. That's it. I got nothing else to add to it. Well, what, what, how am I supposed to have favorite Eli Manning memories? Everybody, I have two horrible, horrible memories of Eli Manning beating the Patriots in the Super Bowl. You want me to give you a favorite? Are you kidding I, me? I'm shocked you didn't go with him knocking out Aaron Rodgers at home in their second playoff run. I thought that would you hate it. You hate. Would you have rather seen Aaron Rodgers get to the Super Bowl? That was year the Packers lost one game, by the way. They probably would have been a really strong contender to win the Super Bowl that year. Not, I know I'm we not, beat the I'm Patriots, but we this. took out. You could have been seeing A Rod instead of Eli in that Super Bowl. So I, I thought I, that would have been one of your favorite memories. I probably would have rather Green Bay because their defense was nowhere no, near whatever. as good as the you know, I shouldn't have even asked you that question. Is he Hall of Fame worthy? Okay, let me ask you some questions. Okay, I know how these are going to go. Let me start with the obvious. Who put the E L I in elite? Eli Manning. Yeah, was he an elite quarterback? Sixteen-year career, elite quarterback. For parts of his career. That's the only way I can answer that. He was elite at it for a five year stretch. He was elite. Okay. Is he a Hall of Fame quarterback? Yes. Is he a first ballot Hall of Fame quarterback? He probably will be. I don't think he is personally, but yes, he will be. Yeah. I'm going to agree that he's probably a Hall of Fame quarterback, but it's not a guarantee for me. And therefore, I can't ever say that I expect him to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah, <sighs> look at the lay it on me. I, I respect everything lay that the Giants have done during his career. He's a 500 quarterback, right? His win loss record, I believe, you pointed it out a month ago when we started talking about it, 500, right? He finished yeah, 117 yeah. and 117. So if there's ever a quarterback to have that as a career record, it's Eli Manning, right? Right. So there's been other quarterbacks with losing records that have made it in. Joe Namath, I believe, has an under right. 500 record. Played in a different era, but yeah. Played in a different era, yep. but also led the league at the time in completion right. and things like that. Eli has led led the league in interceptions three times in his career. Yep. That's not a very elite quarterback. Not a, necessarily a Hall of Fame worthy stat to lead the league that in plays interceptions into my, That three plays times. into my not first ballot, in my opinion. Right. But okay. Yeah. Look, again, respect the Giants. Respect what they did, dismantling an undefeated Patriots team. Uh, 16-year NFL career. Couple, couple notes here. Won two Super Bowls in those 16 years. And that's all that will matter. Went to the playoffs six times. Yep. Four times, one and done. Yep. Not the greatest stat there either. I know you got two Super Bowls, but to be out, to go four times, so one-fourth of your career, you're in. A little over a quarter of your career you're in, but four of those times, you're one and done. That's it. 
Yeah. And I know football is the ultimate team game, but he's the guy who holds the ball more than anyone else on the field with the exception of the center. I'll say this to to counter some of those points. um, I think we've brought this up before. So aside from the New England Patriots, it's believe it or not, it's really hard to win Super Bowls. It's really hard to get to the Super Bowl. I think, correct me if I'm wrong, Drew Brees has been to one. Yeah, I think that's right. That's right. Um, Aaron Rodgers has been to one. Mm, Yeah, I think that's right as well. It's really hard to get there. And Eli got there twice Mm -hmm. and he was a uh, uh, listen, I know I'm going to hear about the D line and Justin Tuck and Michael Strahan. Do me a favor. If you don't know Eli, look up his playoff stats. Look at the teams he beat on the road. He beat a one loss Green Bay team. He went into San Francisco and beat a loaded San Francisco team with Kaepernick. They beat an undefeated Patriots team. It's really hard to get to Super Bowls. Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers, you would think they've been to more. It's hard to get to Super Bowls. Eli did it twice. So that just to. You know, I know he won and done four times. Okay, it's hard to win games in the postseason. It's hard to win games in the regular season. It is. It absolutely is. The NFL is a very difficult league to win games in. It's an ultimate team game. There's, you know, I already alluded to that. Look, I again, I think he's going to get in the Hall of Fame. I'll be, I will be astonished if he doesn't get in. He played in New York in an incredibly tough media market. He ha- it just such a great presence believe it or not i st- i truly believe that great presence in front of the microphone he stood up for his teammates well he's he was the ultimate class act of a teammate as you expect from a manning even though he's the runt of the manning litter he's still <laughs> oh no that would be that would be their sister cooper <laughs> oh i always thought archie's like i always have this vision in my head like archie when all his kids were like i don't know 12 13 14 and like eli and peyton are picking on cooper stop picking on your sister <laughs> Where's your sister? Wasn't your sister home I just, yet? I, now I need to know. You know Cooper is a man, right? That's the joke. Yeah. <laughs> just making stop, sure. Stop picking on your sister. <laughs> like, I just feel like Archie was like, dude, you're not playing NFL football. It'd disown you. He was a pretty good quarterback, though, wasn't I he? I heard, yeah. yeah he was a pretty good Tennessee football player in general. Yeah. yeah. So, look, Eli, Eli, I can't say a ton of great things about him. I really can't because I don't believe that he was this incredibly gifted quarterback. Um, but he he played on two amazing teams that won the Super Bowl with huge, huge uh, runs in the playoffs. OK, there's two there. There's a bunch of quarterbacks who have two Super Bowl victories, all but one. And well, all but two right now are in the Hall of Fame. You know, let's do a quiz on you. The two that aren't would be Roethlisberger and Brady, right? There's three, four that are not in. Sorry, I and forgot about those guys. they're currently playing or have retired recently. Right, 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 right. So one retired player who has two Super Bowl wins is not in. I don't I have no idea. Jim Plunkett. Oh, never would have guessed. So it's not necessary that you have two Super Bowls and you automatically get in. True. He's getting in. He's getting in. He's going to get yeah. in. His bust is already made, Paul. <laughs> God, can you imagine the face on it? Are they going to do the dopey one? I hope so. Some of those don't come out well anyway, regardless. I I don't mean to shat all over Eli. Let's let's turn this into a positive about a great career, uh, a a, a mediocre plus career. (laughs) Listen, he played. He played. In my opinion, he just played too long. He should have. He should have called it five years ago. That's fair. Yeah. And he got a lot of junk years out of him and bad stats. And yeah. and it just feeds the fire to these haters that say, well, he's so average. And, and you know, all those extra years he played where he was terrible. It, it plays. And you might be right. I told yeah. you, I don't think he's first ballot, but we're going to have a little fun with this, Paul. Yes, we're gonna, let's do some since quizzes. You know all these negative things about Eli's career. Maybe you'll do well on this quiz. So like you said, it's a 16, you know, 16 years, 16, 16 seasons. That's long. Well, it's kind of long. I, again, Brady is just setting all these new benchmarks and breeze. Um, so I'm going to ask you some questions and, okay. and these are going to be, I, I think it's a little bit random and I don't know if you'll know the answers to them, do but you know the answers to them. Do you have I the do answers now in that front I look them up? Okay. All right. So you have them in front of you. Yes. Okay. So the first one is going to be uh, Eli Manning's longest rush attempt in his career. And by the way, just as I preface this, these are regular season only. I didn't want to get okay. into playoff stuff. So regular season only longest rush attempt in his career. So how many oh, yards? Yeah. On one rush over under. 17 and a half. I would think it's over. Is it over? It's over. 18 yards was his longest rush. Wow. I would I'm shocked it, you went over. Yeah, because I would have went under. You know, I like quarterbacks running. I Two of my props last week were the overs. I'm not surprised to have hear you seen that Eli one. run. Yes, yeah. it is. It's very unathletic, but even I could pick up 18 yards on a run in the NFL. Sticking with the rushing question. Number two, Eli Manning's average yards per carry. For his career, mm-hmm. over under two yards. 
Under. Correct. Yeah. 1.8 yards per carry. Yeah. Very nice. We're going to stick with rushing again. Do sacks. So losing yards on a sack, does that? Passing yards, not rushing. Okay. Yep, okay. That goes to the passing yards. Um, rushing touchdowns over under seven and a half. In his 16 year career? Yep. Got to be over. Under seven rushing touchdowns total. That's regular it? season. Yeah. They do it. Yeah, you got to remember some of the running backs the Giants had over, you know, oh, Brandon yeah. Jacobs, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ron Dane, Thunder and Lightning. Yeah, they had a, they had a lot of big bruisers that could, yeah. uh, they could pound it into and the I'm end a, zone. Yeah. I am obsessed with the Patriots, so there's plenty of like fourth and ones where you see Brady dive forward for like a yard. Yeah, so you're you doing would, pretty good. You're, you're two, two and one. Am I? Yeah. You got the both of the, the first two right and you got that last one wrong. OK. Uh, has Eli Manning ever had a reception in his career? I don't think so. No. Is that your final answer? I feel like Regis Philbin. I feel like I should say it is my final Do you answer. You want to phone a friend on that one? <laughs> The answer is no. He's had zero uh, yeah. receptions well, during the regular season. that's pretty obvious. You think that's pretty obvious with all well, the gimmicky? It yeah. doesn't happen a ton, but quarterbacks, they I every now and then. I can't remember a moment where it's happened. Like, I can think of other quarterbacks that have thrown a pass, have it batted back to them, they catch it. That's a pass and a reception right. for them, right? Yeah. Nope, never happened I can't Eli. think of, like, anything funky like that, and I can't think of any of the gimmick plays. Also, you wouldn't use Eli in a lot of gimmicky plays anyway. I mean, the no. guy, like I said, have you seen him run? Yes. Um Longest completed pass in Eli Manning's career over under 89 and a half yards. I'm going to go over. He has to have somebody break one off like a Victor Cruz or something. But 99 like yards was yeah. his longest completion. Yeah, you know he who had, was that? Was it Victor uh, Cruz or somebody could, like that? Victor Cruz had that game where he had two really long ones. I don't know if that was the 99 yard one, but you might be right. It might have been Victor Cruz. By the way, great call. I missed that guy. Cha-Cha Cruz. He was so good. Yes. Yeah, he was great. A UMass graduate. Yep. And I'm going to give you two more questions here. So you're doing good, by the way. Three and one. This is I'm, good. I they think you studied. On I'm your, not overthinking it either. I'm yeah. just like, yeah, they, these seem like eh, I can see a 99 yard or over a 90 yarder. Somebody so I, I think I'm going to get you on one of the next two. I think I'm okay. going to get you on this one. Let's see. Uh, it. Total wins his rookie season over under two and a half. Oh, my God. His rookie. season. He didn't play a full season. I'll give you that one. I'll throw you a little clue there. So. Are these games that he started? Games that Eli Manning has started his rookie, his rookie season year. over under two and a half wins. Under. Correct. Amundo. He was one in six as a starter his okay. rookie season. And a fun fact for people, that was the year Kurt Warner was our starting quarterback. And Kurt Warner was actually five and two, I believe, or four and two. You know, I had no memory of Kurt Warner as the quarterback yeah. of the Giants. He had a winning record. We were tied for first in the NFC East when they benched him. I don't remember him at all. Yeah, that was when they drafted Eli. Kurt Warner was kind of the stopgap, and people thought Kurt was going to play out the rest of the year because he was winning games. Sure. Uh, and then he ended up in Arizona, and the rest was a, wow. went to a Super Bowl. Wow. Yeah, a little fun fact for people there. Okay. And the so last that's quest, another correct answer. Ching! Yes, that's right. So four and one. I'm doing all right. Yeah, I'm doing so, way better than I expected, by the way. So here's the last question: Eli Manning's second season in the NFL, mm -hmm. regular season win total games he started, which he started all sixteen of them. Over, under, eight wins. I feel like the answer is probably over because you, you're you trying to create... Setting me up a little you're bit. You're trying to create a narrative here of how great he turned out to be in his no second narrative. year. No narrative. No, no, no. I'm going to say under. I'd be surprised if they had nine wins under his, uh, his efforts as a really a rookie quarterback. I need the family feud axe. No, actually, kidding. Eli Manning, second year in the league, 11 and five. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. And that's when the legend began. Oh, my God. Oh, he did good. Four and two. And not too bad. Not bad at all. Wow. I thought you were going to guess. You know which one I thought you were going to get wrong? The receptions. I would have said yes, at least one. Really? Yeah, I think so. And I've watched a lot of Giants games. Yeah, but do you ever see him line up in the wideout spot and like no, have them run the wildcat The Giants or are usually pretty traditional, but I, I don't know. I just would have guessed in a 16, 16 seasons uh, that he would have, you know, been on the receiving end of something. Yeah. Good job. 11 and 5 their second year. Would I you wish ever? it was on the receiving end of ass whooping by the Patriots in the Super Bowl. At least one of them. That would have been nice, but that, that didn't happen. What was that snobbish remark Tom Brady made? Like, oh, at least give us credit for 21 points. Remember like one of the Giants said, oh, we're going to beat them 19 to 14 or something. And Brady was like, give us, <laughs> we, we score 50 points a game and give us credit. He said something in the during the press conference week of the Super Bowl and he just he ate those words. Yeah, he did. He yeah. Put him in a bowl of cereal. That was and a lot of fun. Down. I like talking Eli with you. I did, too, because he's going to get in the Hall of Fame. And when he gets inducted and if in 25 years, when he finally gets inducted, if we're still doing this podcast, we can cover him again. 
Speaking of Hall of Fame, we can put him to rest. Now. Speaking of Hall of Fame, and this this isn't a talking point that we oh, had Daniel jotted Jones? down here. <laughs> oh, sorry. When you're living in the Hall of Fame, uh, what? Are you, tell me your thoughts on Jeter's uh, non-vote because we argued about this oh, yeah. uh, numerous times. Yeah. yeah. So, what, what do you mean non-vote? He was well, voted your, your stance, into the Hall of Fame. Okay. Well, the one guy that didn't vote for him out of 350 some odd people, one person didn't vote for him, and I thought you had a good points on that because I just thought the guy is an asshole for lack of a better term. But you think so? I think so. I don't think. Uh, I think it's way over talk that people are freaking out that the Cheater. captain, that this one person doesn't have respect. Let's turn that S around and turn it into a two respect yes. for Derek Jeter. Yeah. One person didn't. Who cares? He got in the Hall of Fame, first ballot Hall of Famer. Why does he have to go unanimous? I think it's just the it's just to say to look back in history and say, man, this guy was so good at his position at what he did that he was, was unanimously he the best player ever to play baseball. <sighs> no. Then why should he be the second player of all time to well, go unanimous? It, the only other player is Mariano Rivera, which kind of surprised me as well, him being unanimous. Neither of those two guys were the best player of all time in baseball. I, some, You know what, actually? I, the more, I think there's a lot of, uh, based on where we are, there's a ton of Yankees fans. You're a Yankees fan. Right. And you have incredible memories, as you should. This guy helped win World Series for yeah. you. And he did it in the best fashion you could ever ask for. He was the ultimate teammate, the third all time captain, third all time in hits. Right? So, yeah, yeah, just incredible career. I I can't speak any more highly about him as a Red Sox fan. He was a great, great player. But who cares that he didn't get that last vote? It's, Some people do. It's, I don't understand it. You know, I, there was a lot of hype leading into the to the selections, you know, before going into it. Will he be? And I think there was hype there because there was a chance he would be. And obviously he was very close. Only one person. But I, I do think it, it, it's it's just historically it, you can't say that, you know, oh, he was the second person ever to do it now because one guy decided, eh, no, I'm just not picking him. And you know what I would love? I would love for that guy to explain himself. And maybe you know, that person will. And maybe it's a guy. Maybe it's a woman. It, it, it could be a multitude of different scenarios. The one obvious one is the person who didn't vote for him. This is all speculation. It's probably some old curmudgeon Peter Gammon's person from <laughs> Southie, right? It's just some like, eh, Jeter. He was a bum. I'm not no voting ma. him in. No ma. No ma was better for the first half of his career. Uh, it could be any, it could be something like that. It could be somebody who's an analytical freak. Right, uh, right. Who has just earned the right to vote, a younger person, right? And said, look, for a lot of his career, he was not a good defensive shortstop by the analytics. Now, I watched him make some incredible plays. One that sticks out, obviously, is diving into the stands. Right, uh, another nose. one is when he just ended up by the, uh, down the first baseline and flipped the ball to the catcher. Right. I think it was against the Athletics, Athletics, maybe? it was yeah. the A's, yes. Like, yes. it sticks out to me. He yeah. had some spectacular plays. That was a great play. Good um, one. Yeah, that but, was good. Yeah, Like, just standard, like, dive to the right to field the ball. He, he started to lose a step later in his career, and sure. he became not the greatest defensive uh, also, shortstop. Also, I've heard other people make the point, too, that, hey, he played on the Yankees. He got a lot of playoff games to to right, become Derek right. Jeter, right? Like what if somebody said, what if what if Derek Jeter played for the Marlins or sure. maybe not the Marlins because they won a couple of World Series back then, too. But, you know, played for a team that wasn't right. competitive. Right. Would he be Derek Jeter? Yeah, I think he would be because he was just a spectacular hitter and he was a spectacular teammate. And that goes so far. You know, if you're if you're the leader of the the clubhouses that he was in with those Yankee squads, yeah. like, that means something, right. especially Paul um, O'Neill, Tino yeah, Martinez, yeah. Bernie Williams, There's plenty of Mariano leaders, Rivera he was the leader right. of that entire uh, clubhouse for so many years. He would have been that way wherever he ended up. So, right. hey, I have to sit back and just say tons of applause. I'm happy for him that he got in. He deserves to oh, be this there. Is BS. As, He's so happy he didn't get that 100 percent vote. I Paul could care is less. so happy. He I could was. care less. Like it doesn't. It, can you imagine being somebody like uh, who was who was just out this go around? Kurt Schilling was just right, out. Right. Imagine him. He's sitting there like, what else did I need to do in my career to get in? And I can't even get in. Right. You know, he's he'll get in next year, it looks like, because there's really nobody first ballot coming in. Like, this is going to be one of those weird years. I think like Mark Burley might be the the most talented guy coming out first year. He's quick. He's a very quick worker. I like watching him. Um, But it looks like Schilling will get in. But those guys that are just missing out and then end up falling off the ballot, it's going to be hard for them to look at and go. Really, people were complaining this guy didn't get Good one point. of the votes. Fair point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So in, in the other scenario I heard, too, I, there's a couple others, I'm sure. But one other one was maybe it's somebody from Florida who hates what he's done as as an <laughs> yes, executive. That's right. You're right. Uh, yeah, that might in, be more like baseball and what he's doing for baseball to the right. Marlins. I don't know what's going on, but 
I can't say enough great things about Derek Jeter. He was he was the one Yankee player in in my formative years watching the Red Sox and the Yankees battle it out. And as I was in high school going into college, uh, I hated the Yankees, but boy, did I respect the hell out of him. Sure. He was he was just the the perfect teammate teammate that you'd want to see uh, and one one hell of a representative for baseball. So super high applause for Derek Jeter getting in and sorry uh, he didn't get that one last vote. <laughs> I felt that way about Pedro, by the way, the way you felt about Jeter's way. I felt about Pedro Martinez. I'm surprised. Yeah, I'm surprised because you know, I know a lot of people hated him. Threw Don Zimmerman to the ground, yeah, right? But yeah, yeah. listen, you if you watch that guy, he was the movement on that guy's pitches. Was he was nasty. Unbelievable. So I, I, I felt the same way about Pedro Martinez, probably a couple other Red Sox, but I like Manny Ramirez a lot. I know I'm picking out douchebags. Yeah, there. that's a weird but one. Uh, always respected Manny Ramirez's game. Really? Oh, yeah. my God. Just I mean, a great baseball player. Really a good baseball player. He was a great yeah, just baseball some player. Some of the antics overshadowed some of his. No doubt. You know, I'm surprised you didn't throw Big Poppy out there. He seems like the one yeah, that you yeah, probably, you know, it's, it's he's kind of like that equivalent to Derek Jeter in some yeah, ways in but terms that, but of see, just popularity. Can and, I say something, though? Yeah. And I, I'm shocked you feel that way about Jeter because I, I tend to not like those like, oh, these stand up guys, they're all about the team. No, I like the guys that are a little vocal, a little brash, a little guy. I, you know, if they listen, if they're good and they produce on the field, I like that. I can so overlook Paul some of the other stuff. So Paul O'Neill is your brass guy that you like <laughs> as a Yankee. You're like, yeah, I like Paul O'Neill. God, I don't know of any brash Yankees. He's such a tight knit. It's just such He's a tight knit organization. Though. I remember him just like getting so mad if he, he grounded out to third yeah. and just like throw his helmet in the ground. God, who was the most like who was the most like brash outlandish Yankee that you can think of? Paul O'Neill during that era. During like any era, the late '90s Jesus. through the early 2000s, yeah. probably him. For me, it's him. Yeah, I was trying to think. Any, I know Kevin Brown. We had him on the roster oh, for yeah, a little bit. A he one. had some. He he was pretty a pretty decent personality. But yeah, no, they're pretty. They're I know the, pretty the zipped up over there in older New York era. Definitely, there's plenty of other Babe ones to throw out there. <laughs> Smoking no, cigars, like Reggie Jackson. Stuff here, yeah, you know, there's other guys that have Reggie Jackson. Yeah, huge personalities. But hey. Good for Derek Jeter. The captain's in. I'm happy for him. I'm happy for all the people that I know that are Yankees fans that just adored this guy. It's awesome to see. I was able to watch Pedro get in, who I adored. And uh, now now the Yankees get that with Jeter. So good for him and good yeah. for all the Yankees fans that are listening and have supported him for his entire career. Paul, I am so excited for next week's pod. Oh, baby. Super Bowl. I can't wait. Lots of picks. Lots of picks. Lots of props. <laughs> Lots of props. We're going to predict. I'm I wish really, I could have kept that going so you could finish all your sound. I would have talked right through it. Um, <laughs> um, just really excited for it. I can't wait. It's going to be good. It's going to be a lot of fun. So we'll have, uh, as Mike is saying, we are going to have a Super Bowl spectacular podcast next yep. week. We are going to dive into all the deep data. We're going to have all the stats to back up why we're picking what we're picking. Will the national anthem go over the time oh, limit? Demi Lovato, don't do me wrong. <laughs> it's going to be everything. We made a good point, and I don't want to talk about too much on it because we're talking about next yeah. week. Diva, she's going to go over. I think she is going to yeah. go over, but yeah. I don't even know what the time limit is. She's just going to carry it out. She's she going to stretch it out and yeah. use all that time to yes. get back. She's back. Demi all Lovato. kinds of fun stuff. I can't wait. I'm psyched. So thank you guys for listening. Again, yes. find us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at the Mike and Paul show. Find us there. Tweet yes. at us. Let us know what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong. We want to get this better for you guys. And be sure to remind your friends and family that we are on any podcast listening source, whether it's Apple Podcasts, if it's Spotify, you can find us there. So be sure to check us out. Rate us five stars, please, and start getting the word out for the Mike and Paul show. More specifically, reach out to us on social and let Paul know why he's completely way off base on Eli Manning. Oh, and we'll end it there. Yes. Thank you for listening. <laughs>